0: Mercy and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. On this All Saints Day we celebrate the song given to us by the Saint, Saint Simeon and Anna at the presentation of our Lord Jesus Christ in the temple. When the Lord returned to his temple and took his place there. Lord, now you let your servants go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the (coughs) salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Simeon had waited a long time. He had waited. He had been given a word from the Lord that he would not die before he had opportunity to see the Lord's Christ. Now that's a fantastic promise. If you can imagine it, that the Holy Spirit would come to you by some means, whatever, perhaps an angel, or perhaps some other way, that you would not die until the Lord's second coming. Well, that's that's a good gift, perhaps. I suppose there's been any number of science fiction movies that have given thought to what it means to know when it is you're going to die or not die, and how that even makes life more complicated, perhaps. But Simeon had that word in his back pocket. Now, I don't imagine that he ran in front of trains to test it out, like they do in the Twilight Zone when they get that kind of promise. But Simeon instead went to the temple. He spent his days on the lookout for the promise to be fulfilled. There was a a promise right there in the prophet Haggai, that even though the temple that was built after the people of Israel returned from Babylon was in no way, shape, or form anywhere close to the glory in its physical grandeur as the Temple of Solomon, with all of its gold and brass, this smaller and much, less significant building was actually going to be the building in which the Lord returned. That there was going to be a time and a place, a day appointed, when God himself would come. Now, at the day of Solomon, when he dedicated the temple, the Lord showed up in a pillar of fire and a pillar of cloud, the same way he had led his people out of Israel. There he was, right there in the temple again, to confirm that, okay, here's my address. This is where I'll put my head for right now. But when that second temple was built, the fire of cloud and the, the, fi- the pillar of fire, the pillar of cloud didn't show up. And that's really what the people were weeping about when they wept about the fact that the glory of that second temple did not match, did not correspond with Solomon's temple. Because God held off on fulfilling that promise. Because he already had in mind his great entrance that he had in store. And instead of a pillar of fire and a pillar of cloud, we have Mary and Joseph. We have Mary and Joseph carrying the living, breathing son of God into his temple. Forty days after he was born. It's not the same occasion of his being circumcised, but this is the day of purification for Mary and for the child. They bring him into the temple, as Moses had described in the Law of the Covenant, and they set before the high priest their firstborn son. The people of Israel did this because they recognized that the firstborn son was patterned also after the sacrificial lamb that had paid the price of sacrifice for their exit from slavery in Egypt. But even that, even that, was patterned after the firstborn son who would die on the cross. Little did so many of the people know that were gathered there in the temple that day that all of those prophetic firstborn slaughters, all of those prophetic firstborn inheritors of the Old Testament, were pointing forward to this firstborn son, Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God. And that he was the fulfillment of all those hopes. And that now all of that prophetic work, all of that looking forward was no longer a matter of looking forward at all, but looking at the child that Mary carried, the child that she bore in her arms. Here was God's answer. And he was going to be the one to invite all of us by baptism to become along with him heirs of the kingdom of God, so that each one of you can claim the inheritance of a firstborn child of God, a full, double-portioned, maximum inheritor of the promises of God established in the kingdom of God by his son, Jesus Christ. What we have seen done again today is exactly what was given to you in your baptism. So let it be a testimony, not just for Andrew, Richard, Friesen, and before, the four, but for each one of you who is groved and clothed in Christ. That is your inheritance, it is your identity, it is your security, it is your purpose, it is your meaning. It is all that you are and more. So that the Lord God Almighty in heaven who looks down upon you Sees not the impurities of your sin, but sees his son, the holy lamb of God, the firstborn, who takes away the sin of the world. His blood is shed and spilled on the doorposts and spilled on the crossbeam, so that you might be cleansed. So that he can literally call you my holy people. Simeon is come to the temple that day, called by the Holy Spirit, so that he might be there and welcome the Christ. And welcome the Christ he does. As Mary and Joseph approach the high priest, they are met by Simeon, and he comes to gather the child into his arms and speak this word of blessing, welcome, and thanksgiving. Lord, now you let your servant go in peace. Your word, your promise has been fulfilled. For my eyes have seen the salvation that you prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel it is appropriate that we sing this song on the way back from the altar. Why? Because what Simeon did on that day is exactly what you have just done. Simeon cradled in his hands the life-giving body and blood of God just as you are given to take up into your hands the life-giving, resurrected body and blood of God, so that you might see and taste and know the salvation of God in Jesus Christ. It is appropriate to sing this song. It recognizes what has just happened. That it is the very same babe in the manger who has gone to the cross, died, risen, and ascended, who has now come. Who is Emmanuel. Who has promised not to just be with us in some spiritualized way, but has promised to be with us here. This is my body. This is my blood. Take and eat. Taste and see that the Lord is good. My eyes have seen the salvation that you prepared, and your word has been fulfilled. Everything that you have promised from first to last has now come complete, not only in the work that Jesus did then and there, but the work that he does right here and right now. He's not done. He keeps doing And that word keeps coming to offer its good gifts for us to unpack every day, every week, and every time. Simeon saw Christ. The salvation of God was here. The word and promise of God the Holy Spirit was fulfilled. And so he could go in peace. Now I put it before you because the promise to Simeon was that he would not die until he saw the Lord's Christ. That his reference to going wasn't talking about just leaving the temple that day. His reference to going was not just walking out the door and heading off to Cracker Barrel. His reference to going was that he was now ready to die. Every word he needed for his faith to be complete and for him to be welcomed into the beatific vision of the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven was fulfilled. He could die in peace. When we sing this song, we confess and affirm that the promises of God have made us ready for literally anything. We can go in peace. Because our sins are forgiven, we are clothed and fed with the Lord Jesus Christ. There is nothing outstanding. Nothing needing done. It is all complete. Again, the Lord Jesus can call out upon us, it is finished. It is finished for you again today. Whatever has been stored up again for another week's lifetime of thoughts over the course of these last six and seven days I deal with that too it is finished go in peace because my word and promise to you is fulfilled and now you have come and you have tasted and seen that the salvation of God for you is complete is God's testimony to all the nations. In both law and gospel, here is the king. They are not. Here is the one who brings salvation. They are not. This is where you can come to know the Lord God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, up close and personal, and in no other place can that this testimony to all the nations is a testimony to come to christ and it is the fulfillment it is the ultimate purpose of the entire reason that the lord called abraham and israel in the first place it is their glory the very fact that god intervened into human history and said you abraham you you come follow me i have a job for you you are going to be the family that it's going to be the lineage by which this child comes. And in fulfilling all of that promise, in allowing for every generation to have its testimony, for having every time another, another child born to be anticipated to be the one that the Lord would show to be the Christ, finally, finally, the angels come, and John the Baptist comes. The apostles come and they point. They point to the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That is the glory of Israel. The very purpose, the whole reason they were called in the first place, so that Mary would finally be the one to whom Gabriel comes and says, "Blessed are you. The child of you bear is the fulfillment of the promises." That's why we've been doing this whole Old Testament thing to begin with, and now today is the day a witness to the nations and the very purpose of God's people right there in Simeon's arms right there in your hands so that you so that you can taste and see that the Lord is good and we sing this song on our way from the altar as we prepare to leave this place for whatever it is the Lord has us do over the course of the next days. But we also sing this song and speak these words at the end of a Christian funeral. There's a recognition. The promises of God stored up in Scripture and in that person's baptism have come to their full circle have come to their fulfillment. Yes, yes, I can go from this place to await the resurrection of the body in the full confidence that the salvation of God is accomplished, that it is finished for me, and that I can rest in that security and that hope. Because I have seen the salvation of God, beheld his promises to be true, stood in his presence and basked in the glow of all of that good gospel gift. I am ready to depart, ready to be at peace with the Lord and in his hands always until the day he calls all flesh out of their graves so that we might see one another along with him face to face once again. It is a blessed word. St. Simeon was given this word in the full glory of seeing the fulfillment of those promises. And it is my encouragement to you that as you approach the altar of God and see and taste the glory of Israel and the witness to the nations, Jesus Christ himself, that you too will have that same peace, confidence, and hope to proclaim your faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The peace of God that passes all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in faith towards Christ Jesus, your Lord. Amen. Amen.